It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greenor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, tensions flare as old wounds surface, brought to light with an Everburn Hall. As with last week, the first portion of this episode is just a little bit rough on Zach's track, but it is corrected for the second portion. Uh, thank you very much for your patience with that. Uh, if you want to support the show, check out our merch store available at anotherpathpodcast.com and our Patreon for persistent help to us and rewards to you. Uh, and on that note, thank you to our backers, Shogun, Jordan, and Carlin for their support. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. It is my favorite time of the year. Uh, Christmas ale is back in stock, and it is delightful. It is so expensive. It is. It's $12 for a sixer. It is so expensive that I am drinking Miller Lite. I see that. I don't know why. Because babies are expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but high life exists. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I got a sixer of Miller Lite for like $4.50. Yeah, but at what cost? (laughs) $4.50. (laughs) we're gonna find out tonight yeah i'm a little sick so i'm drinking water with some of that weird mio juice drink squirted in there so it's purple water now did Um, you squirt a little or squirt a lot this is a lot this is very deeply purple drank okay so because it's also caffeinated and this is the only way i've been able to consume caffeine today cool cool good call um speaking so i randomly got a four-day weekend hell yeah yeah, What's that like? was not a uh, really weird. I mean, it's only day one. You know, I was able to get some stuff done today and like run some errands and get most of today's game written and, you know, play some games. It's like, shit, I can do this for another three days. That's a really good four days. Everburn Hall. Everburn Hall. What? And uh, Jeremiah's just looking around, his hands on his hips. He's got kind of like a superhero pose going on. And Loaf jumps off the back of the wagon. It's like, no shit. You, you... I thought you were fucking around about this place, man. Huh. Nice little little hidey hole out in the out in the sticks here. You've been coming here with folks for a while, right? Yep. Yes, I have. Got a bit more of a reason to be here this time, what with uh, precious cargo and all, but uh, we're a ways away from the roads, so uh, we should be fine to kind of stretch our legs a bit tonight. Might not even have to keep watch out here. It's real nice. We should take perimeters, kind of look around at stuff first, mm-hmm. but uh, I've known about this place for a long rip here. Gail, uh, you and Mordecai, can you take a perimeter around? Just uh, just around the structure here? Yeah, sure. Zephyr? Maybe you and Joe want to take up the walls? Just uh, There's some stairs over there, and he doesn't even look. He's just pointing over mm-hmm. his shoulder, and sure enough, there are stairs leading up to the walls. And Jackson, uh, I, can you actually come with me? Uh, 
I actually can get us inside here. We might be able to get us set up in there, but uh, I don't know how long it's been since someone's been in there. And frankly, I'm a good enough shot with this, but I'd like a little extra muscle with me if you don't mind. Loaf, can you get a fire going? Yeah, boss, whatever. I I look at Gale. Yeah, no, I, I think like, I think like right. Zephyr's like looking at Jackson and like looks at Jeremiah and is like, uh, what's uh, can I make like an insight check? For sure. That is sixteen plus three nineteen. He is on the level. Uh Jeremiah actually you're getting the sense that Jeremiah would like to speak with Jackson alone, and this is the first time that he has been able to get Jackson alone in about three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, Mor- Mordecai is comfortable with this. Um, I think that we would we would know from just chatting with Jackson in off hours that Jackson has his suspicions about the final flight. What I'm trying to convey to Jackson is, like, it's okay. If something goes wrong, you're more than capable. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say something similar just into Jackson's oh, right Oh, yeah, right you now. can do that. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right, that works. I believe that this is fine. Like. You will not be too far. If you need anything, just, I'm sure if you well, scream I... loud enough, we will hear you. Bears. <laughs> like, Jackson, we've been through this. It's not the bear, <laughs> it, is, it is me. It's a fear. Hello. And I just kind of look at Jackson and give just a firm nod. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Okay. <clears throat> okay. All right, Gail, you want to mount up? And I'll uh, shift into brown bear form. You know it! And <laughs> she jumps off the wagon onto your back. Elegantly. Uh, yep. Like me a lady. Joe, uh, head on up the wall. Before we get into things, I would like everybody to make me a roll on the random yeah. item table. Hey. I do love random items in the random item table. Don't tell me your number yet. We'll get to that in a moment, but I want everybody to have those rolls ready to go when it comes time. And tell me once you have those numbers and we'll get around I'm good. to it. Good. Cool. Good. Jackson, we're going to start off with Okay, you. before we start out with me. Yes. The final flight is Jackson, is not, it's Jeremiah, who's in charge. Yes. Yes. Then there's Joe, who's, who's the stage manager, and then it's Loaf and Gale, who are the actors. Loaf and Gale are the actors, and then there is Wyatt, who is helping oh, Loaf. Right. Wyatt, the innkeeper. Oh, right, and Wyatt, okay. And Wyatt, who is essentially running box for okay. them right now. <laughs> no more yeah. Master Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> No more Master Bruce Wayne. They've got a real person now. They've got a real boy. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, cool. Jeremiah beckons you over to the main doors of this place. He is enraptured by what he's seeing. You're seeing, like, you're getting the sense that without even rolling anything, you can tell that this has been building for a while for him. I'm glad I had a moment to talk to you one on one. Yeah. I know you've been drifting away from us. I know you've got your suspicions. Am I right? You could say that. Jackson, would it make you feel better if you knew why I was doing this? Pulling us out to a abandoned keep in the middle of nowhere? Putting my life on the line for some gods of magic that don't give two fucks about me. I just assumed it was money. Eh... It's not not money. It's abstractly money. But isn't everything really when you get back to it? I mean, isn't this why that how you got roped into this in the first place too? No. 
Oh. Bully for you. You guys reach the door at this point, and he rests his hand and his head on the door. Like, he's straight up taking a moment right now. Everburn Hall, for hundreds of years, was uh, ruled by a family of theater patrons, uh, the Mantles. They ate, drank, performed their way into the hearts of the citizenry, but when the Great Fire swept through, it was all gone. There was a performance going on and everything, and everybody died. Everybody thought the Mantles vanished that night, but they didn't. We hung around in the dark shadows and corners and got tied up in some nasty business. But I'm trying to turn it right. Jackson, half the reason I'm doing this is so that the king will turn Everburn Hall back over to me with the facilities and finances to be able to put this place back right. I want to make this a city again, Jackson. I want to make this a place for people to come to. I want to stop riding around a damn wagon up and down the damn mountain. I want people to come to me to see my theater. I don't want to have to go to them and force them to sit through another production of Broken by the Sea. I want to be able to have a place to do this and put things and not have to throw a prop out because we got to make room in the wagon because we're stuck on the mountain again. That's why I'm doing this. And as a show of good faith, and he pulls out a key, and the key is long and golden and has a flame at the end of it. The king himself gave me the key to the joint. Can't do a damn thing with it, you know, except open it up, but... But we can get inside, and he unlocks the door and pushes them open. Mordecai, you and Gale are wandering around the borders of the outside of the keep. Mm -hmm. And this entire place is filled with foundations of houses. Every so often you see something that is complete, but it is covered in soot and dust. Uh, What are you two talking about? Well, I'm a bear. Yes. So not much of anything because I'm a bear. If it would work for the scene better, I cannot be a bear right now. No, you can be a bear. That's fine. Gale is uh, babbling to you about um, this show that uh, she's always wanted to perform. It's kind of a drier and uh, dustier story. Um, So you're just kind of spacing out and not really listening to her. Mm -hmm. It's about some phase shit. You don't remember. It's like some pre, it's some pre-war bullshit. (laughs) You never really could stomach it. The language was super flowery. Not your kind of thing. But as you're picking through the ruins, uh, what was the random item that, uh, number that you got? Uh, 56. 56. Got a zero, five, and a six. So I was like, yeah, okay. 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 You, um, as you're picking through the area, you come on to what is the clearly the remains of a um a dresser. Okay. And you're just kind of like trying to work your way through it when you put your uh paw on something warm and you pull it back really quick because you weren't expecting it. And underneath your paw is a small puzzle box that is warm to the touch. Hmm. It is made of brass. I nudge at it to indicate to have Gail pick it up for me. 
Oh, oh, neat, mm. huh? And she hops down, she grabs it, and then she hops back onto your back, and her babbling is supplemented by the tinkling of brass. Okay. Do we see anything actually as we actually go out ranging around? Go ahead and roll me a, an investigation check. Investigation. And I'll roll for Gale as gonna well. It's going to be a flat 16. Everything looks good as far as you can tell. Same with Gale. You can tell she's a little distracted by the box, right. but here you are. Okay. Zephyr, you're patrolling the upper walls. What are you two talking about? Because you are not a yeah, bear. Yeah, me and, and Joe, honestly, I don't know if we're talking too much. For At least for the, the first while, I think we both sort of um are just sort of looking out over the... the the expanse because what you said we're on like a hilltop sure. or something so like we probably have yeah. a nice view so you have a really great view of everything you can actually see back to the road to yeah. the main road go ahead and roll me a perception check at advantage cool. that is a 13 oh, let me roll for joe as well you are able to see for a pretty good distance there is nothing moving on the wasteland. It is orange and brown and flat and dotted with rocks. I think we're just sitting there looking at everything. I'm maybe plucking Malud a bit. They are more than happy to listen to you bard it up as uh, the two dragon buddies wander the parapets. And what was that number that Mine you rolled, was 316. You are wandering through the parapets and you see... Uh, a stack of boxes up here that uh, seem to be untouched. And you oh, lift them up and there's just nothing in them. They're empty. Uh, so you move them aside to get them out of the way. But as you lift up the last one, you find a small metal dragon. And when you press the tail, it spits out a burst of blue flame. Ooh. I just have a little lighter. <laughs> yeah, you have a lighter. Yeah, that's awesome. Jackson, back inside. The pair of you walk into what was once a beautiful entryway. Uh, at one time, this place would have been lavish, but it stands in dust and filth. There's a bar to one side. The wood countertop is carved and decayed away. Whatever happened here must have happened quickly. You easily deduce because there's an apron of the barman that still just hung over the bar. What was your random item roll? 901. You find a uh, a ring of petrification. Putting this ring on will turn a person to stone, except for the ring. Someone else can remove the ring, but return them to flesh. Cool. Wowza. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Okay. There's some weird shit mixed in here. Kind of twisted. I find that and I tuck it away. You and I now have two fun trap items. I've got my weird yeah. gourd with like the spooky, scary skeleton. The skeleton Please. gourd. The skeleton gourd. Forgotten. It has a name. It's a dumb name, but it is one. You are poking around what you can now understand as a box office, and you see this in here. It's like, what the fuck is this here? But you pocket it, and uh, you make sure to not let Jeremiah see that you're pocketing it. As you walked over to the box office area, you actually walked past uh, what you thought to be a pillar in the center of the room. Uh, but it's not a full pillar so much as a very sturdy candlestick with a single humble candle placed on it unlit. There's a placard on it that reads, Only the master of the hall may light its way. Jeremiah wastes no time and takes out flint and tinder to ignite it. 
Within second, a spark is going, and that spark becomes a flame. And it glows warmly for a moment, but fills the room with what could only be a magical light. The bard smiles at the cleric and looks around his ancestral home, clearly distracted from the fact that the flame is continuing to grow taller and taller until it falls in upon itself. A warm wind blasts from the flame. Jeremiah and Jackson are pushed back a few steps in surprise. Joe and Zephyr hold on to the walls and parapets as they nearly are pushed off in a sudden gust. You hear a scream of annoyance back at camp as the campfire loaf and Wyatt are building goes out. Even outside the walls, Gale and Mordecai feel an unseasonably warm breeze billow against them. As the wind clears, you start to look around and you see that the world around you has changed. Where there was once ruin, there is structure and the echo of life. Gale and Mordecai, Mm -hmm. translucent buildings stand over top of the structures. Sounds of what could only be the end of the day are echoing around you. Joe, Zephyr, you have the best view of it. You're seeing a small village build itself out of purple light around you, and at the very distant edge of it, a forest, thick and powerful, chokes this village. Just to the very edge of it, but that forest does not move. You're seeing this, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Jackson, the room you are in has repaired itself. Almost. People are milling about. There's a couple of people sitting at the bar looking impatient, but none of you, you notice, seem to be noticed by anybody around you, except for the people you came here with. Jeremiah is floored. He did it. Jeremiah did it. You tell me you meant to do this right now, and I pull my sight. I I had no fucking idea. What the fuck? You led us to this strange place, did some magical bullshit, and now we're all stuck God knows where. I lit a fucking candle. I did the only possible thing. Some of us can't see in the dark, man. I turn and leave. Okay. I go to find Zephyr. Okay. Zephyr is running up to the Uh, door. What? What the hell is going on? He did it. Jeremiah did it. Jeremiah fucked up again. What? Now we're in some weird guides know what town. I'm sorry, again? You shut your mouth. You shut your I, okay, mouth. Okay, whoa, 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 hey. This was his plan all along. Where are we? I strike Jeremiah. Okay. All right, go for it. 28. Okay, I mean, that I'm, hits. I'm, I'm going to, to try and pull him off of Jeremiah. Like, sure. It's it's going, like, he, he's... You know, <laughs> Why is the calm one the one the the weak one the one that's always trying to pull each other you guys off of people? <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Uh, you dig into his chest and he staggers back. Did you like like when you said strike him like with wait, your weapon? Wait. Or like yeah, I hit him with my weapon. Oh and I, no, most definitely. I yeah. hit him. I hit him, and then I hold up. I just hold up my push you back just slightly with my shield, and I just wait and look. Does anything change? No. And I put, I just push Saphir back with a second, and I just lean over Jeremiah real quick, look him in the eyes. <laughs> okay. 
Can you get us out of this? I haven't even fucking assessed the situation, you jackass. Jackson, I do not think that we are anywhere different. I just think that some sort of phantasmal representation of what was here has been overlaid what we are seeing. I believe this isn't the... I believe you're not the source of this, at least, Jeremiah. I've seen too much magical bullshit go wrong. Especially on the other side of the wall. And I pull my pull my scythe out and sheath it. Mm-hmm. And then I place my hand over the wound mm-hmm. and say, Gaia, help. And cast healing word on him. Okay. So he heals. I mean, he heals four. So it's not all of it. But he stands up and pushes you away from him and walks back to the wagon. And he is bleeding bad. I'm, I'm going to go after Jeremiah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. And I'm going to do it. Um, let's do it at a second level. Mm-hmm. So that's... Um... Can Gale and I be returning around this point? Yep. Yeah, you walk into this scene... Of Jeremiah fire mm-hmm. in his eyes. You, you've you known this man. You haven't known him for long. You've never seen him like this. I think I instinctually shift back to Mordecai form, which probably hilariously yep. bucks Gale off my back. Um, oh, yeah. No, uh, not bucks, but you, like she like stumbles for a second. You get a puzzle box in your side oh, right. and an arm around your throat for a half second. Oh. I just... <laughs> Pick mm-hmm. her up off my shoulders. What happened? Jeremiah, are you okay? I talked to Jackson. Um, I, I go after what? Jeremiah. I heal him for, um, oh god, what was that? 7 plus 3 plus 3, so 13. With that, he just stops and stands up and inspects his now very bloody shirt. And thank you, Zephyr. Forgive him, please. It, what? Things are obviously tense. No shit. All right, I'm gonna, I've got some books on this place. I'm gonna take a look and see what I can figure out here. Um, If you want to poke around inside, maybe see what's going on in there. It happened when I lit the candle inside, trying to get some light going on. I will see what I can figure out. I'm sorry. All right. And he climbs into the wagon and pulls out a chest and slams the door. Okay, I'm gonna start walking I'm gonna start walking back uh to to the um the hall that everyone else is in. Yep. I'm yep. I'm following. I'm just like Zaf- what Zafir, what the fuck? Things it's, this place is weird, man. It's just apparently he lit a candle and all this started happening. I'm gonna go look at the cam the candle with my special eyes. <laughs> oh sure. Um just so I can f- try to figure out what's going on. You walk into the main hall and it is absolutely gorgeous in here. You uh ignite your special eyes and you can see that the candle there is remnants of magic on it. It looks like there was something going on there, but it has uh, since dispersed Can I figure, itself. do I get a sense of what school it is? You said it was a plaque, Chase? The yeah. Plaque. Jack- so, all right, so Jackson's at the plaque. 
Jackson, I, I do not think that this was him. Whatever that candle is, or brazier, what was it? It's just a candle, right? Yeah, it's a candle. Th- that candle. candle must have taken some sort of magical image of what was, and lighting it ignited it. I don't. I understand that you are cautious about these people and that you are not sure quite what their purpose is. I feel like whatever they're doing with us, it's merely that they want it. They want it to be kept secret. I mean, look at Concetri. We were the ones who had the audience, were we not? I believe that they were from the beginning, as they, we were told, just our cover. They were enlisted because they needed something done that only the king could do. And so they took on this fucking mission that we are on to get the gestures to the, the, the big hall that we're in to get something done that they could not get done otherwise. There is secrecy behind it, and I believe that it is time that that falls aside, but I do not think they wish us harm. I pr- you know, I appreciate you I being don't, safe. I do, because you're keeping. I don't. Can- I don't think I disagree with you, Saphir. I mean, he was just talking about how they're gonna get this back from the king, and you know, it's his home, and they're gonna, and that, that you know, sounded nice for them. It made sense. But then he comes in here, and the very first thing he does is he plunges us into this alternate world or other place or other reality. I don't know. I don't know where we are right now, and I don't know when we are right now. I believe we're, it, we're right where we were. I don't think... I, I hope so, because that means maybe we can find our way out or back, but I think this is the difference between me and the two of you, is I got orders, and my orders were to keep patrons safe to the absolute exclusion of everything else and that might not always manifest itself in the best way or the right way and I don't I don't think I can apologize for that either because this is our job I realize that and I appreciate your caution because it it not only keeps you safe it keeps all of us safe but for the time being, these are the people that we are working with. These are the people yes. that those who have entrusted us with this responsibility have entrusted them with this responsibility. And we need to trust that the people who have given us this job know what they are doing. I mean, it is Mordecai's mother, the king. They have made these choices, and as much as I dislike the people who run this country, I, I, I need to put trust that they know what they're doing. But you've got me. You've got Mordecai. If you have any fears or need to talk about anything, you know who you can talk to. Because we are here together in this. We're all working we're all working toward the same goal, Jack. We're We're all on the same team, I'm pretty sure. I I think we are and I think I know that now. And then everything happened, and no, I don't instincts, your, and yeah, your your instincts kicked in. I can't, I can't fault you for that. 
when Mordecai kind of takes a look around and said, well, think about it. This place is called Everburn Hall. I think we're just seeing the legacy of this place. I don't think we're anywhere else. I just think that we're seeing what this place used to be. Yeah. Um, ooh, I can ask Carrie this actually. Um, does Carrie like do a, like sort of looking inwards towards Carrie? Do I, do we seem like we're somewhere else? Oh, thank you for remembering that I'm a part of this as well. <laughs> as a matter of fact, no, you're, you're right where you were. This is strange, though. It, they shouldn't be here. The, the phantoms that we're seeing. <laughs> and you just see me talking yeah. to my arm. No, we're used yeah. to it. Yeah. We do it, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, they... They shouldn't be here. The dead don't linger. They're not supposed to. Something must be binding them here, or must have bound them here at some point. It's strange. I don't like it. That's for damn sure. Carrie <laughs> says that um, it is, seems as though this whatever we're seeing is bound here from something. Doesn't seem good, but we're where we were. Okay, well that's good. I, and, and we can rule out Jeremiah being the source of this because you know, training training says if Weird magic bullshit happens. Whoever did it is the one to kill first. And if it's still, if I did that to him and it's all still here, uh, I'm going to guess he's in the clear for this. That might not be the best way of putting things, but that's, (laughs) that's, guys, that's, that's what I know. I know. That's, that's what I know how to do. I realize this, but I mean, Jackson, think back to Planes Watch. All we did for, for your home. Jeremiah's just trying to do the same for his. And that's all he can do is try to save a little bit of what once was his. Yeah. And let's be honest, if they wanted to kill all of us, I feel like they would have tried by now. Yes. That's very fair. Or they would have just left us um, when we were tripping on drug bugs. Abandoned in the wastes. Or they're waiting until we have all six patrons. This is fair. In which case, they're fucked if they try anything. (laughs) Yes. But this is... Look, you guys... Zafir, you've you've studied magic for your whole life, and you you get the arcane stuff, and you can explain things that shouldn't even exist. And Mordecai, you can turn into animals, and you can. I bet if you wanted to, you could clear part of the forest on your own. Mm. Well, you've got it with your. You've just got an innate connection to it, and that's. I don't know. I guess if this is what I bring to the table, if this is my role in this, then. If this is what I can offer, then this is what I got. I think. And I walk over and I place, gently place my hands on your shoulders. And I say, I think you worry too much. And I think that you've been doing your job for such a long time. That you're starting to see ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. <And> I, uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Um... We've been with them for a while, Jack. I think they're good. I think we're... I I believe we can trust them. I, I trust them. And I want you to be able to as well. And I'll... I'll 
do what I can to help facilitate that if if that's what you need. We're we're in this together. We we you 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 say help me through so much with my family back in Concentre. Like I we can help you. We can just say the word and we're gone. Like we can fuck off away from the final flight, but like we're all on the same side. I'm pretty confident about that. I think you're yeah. I just I get it. I haven't been ever since I ch- changed. I I literally haven't been sleeping as much and I don't gives you a lot of time to think, right? It's it's too much time to think and it's it, it's I haven't talked to you boys about it cuz I was kind of hoping it would just go away, but I don't I don't really dream anymore i just kind of trance i guess is the word i found and it but i can see my past better and walk it again and sure and and i c34 just plays through my head and yeah. I walk through it every night, and I I can't I can't get out of it, guys. I can't. I I can't. And it's making it makes daily life harder, and I just can't. I can't escape. Jackson, what we've had to do, and at this point, Jackson just kind of collapses. Yeah, I go right down yeah. with him. I can't. I know, bud. Hey, 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 hey. I get it. We both get it. We, I didn't really come up, but walking up the stairs to the general. Yeah. We all, I, I relived that too. We've all, we were all there. Shit all happened. And I, so trust me when I say that I understand. Every time I fly off the handle out there in the field, there's a little bit of that in the back of my head that's fueling that. Jackson, you are a hero. Plain and simple. You went above and beyond what you needed to do and you saved many lives. I literally ended some of my own men on that day. We've been dealt a shit hand, I guess. All it. of us. And your your world has changed significantly. And we know this. I cannot imagine. But we are now, all three of us, a group of people who, honestly, most of this nation probably abhors. We need to trust in each other. I love, I love you, friends. Your brothers. That is all I can ask for after all of the shit that has happened. Is that you two, you remain a constant. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks, guys. I, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll be better. I'll, is, <clears throat> is he okay? He's fine. I tried, yeah, he, I tried to f- 
fix him, but I, I, I brought him back. Now all, all he has is a bloody shirt. I'm not saying that Good. you should apologize, but I, I do think you should do something to make things right. I guess we could start with getting this thing right. You have you do have a choice here though. Do you stay and face this and figure out what's going on here? Or do you leave? Both are valid options. We could totally go off on our own. You could. We could. There is there is one road that goes to Bulwark. If that is the decision that you would make, I am prepared to run that game. Oh god. Um no, we'll um we'll stay. Let's let's see if we can help him set this right or figure out whatever's going on here. No way yeah. no way he can bring people to live in this. Sounds good. Let's do it. And okay. one last thing, Jackson. Yeah. I just kind of stumbled upon this. Maybe it can be something to busy yourself with when you're up after your trance. And I give him the puzzle box. Nice. I love it. I take it and I look at it and go. So you have a, a warm is, to the touch brass puzzle box. What is it? What does it do? I'm honestly not sure, but it looks like something you could spend about four hours fidgeting with and it can still, you know, still have more to go after. Mm. And who knows, maybe there's a treat inside. <laughs> Ooh, that that might be nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let, I let love that. Figure out what's going I'll, on here. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give Jackson the the some bro grabs and, yeah. and help him to his feet. Awesome. Come on, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We'll uh. Anytime, brother. Let's let's okay. figure this out. Um, as you you all stand up, you are still surrounded by these strange purplish ghosts. Um, the uh, walls themselves are uh, seem to be kind of lined and refined um, with the same kind of purple light, as if it is uh, replacing what was once there. Uh, Zephyr, how long do your magic eyes last? Um, it's an at will thing. Okay, you're looking around the room, and you see this stuff is definitely some kind of a, a spiritual magic. Conjuration is the closest thing that you would come to with that. Uh, however, uh, the big thing that you are seeing is that the apron hanging over the bar uh, seems to be weirdly affected by it. I, I go to in inspect it. Okay, roll me an investigation check. Do-ba-do-do, come on, Roscoe. That is 15 plus 2, 17. 17. Ooh. All right. With a 17, you go and you gingerly, you you put on like uh, uh, tiny little towels onto your hands to protect yourself of from course. the magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you pick it up and it looks like a, a, a linen apron, uh, except when you look through the, the neck hole. Uh, it doesn't look purple through there. It looks white and gold. And you kind of like slowly bring it down around you and you're like looking through it and you don't see the ruined ruins that you're in. You see Everburn Hall in its glory. What the I fuck? I put it all the way on. Okay. You put it on. You're there. It's the most bizarre thing. Your friends are still there, and they are layered in this purple light now. 
But here in Everburn Hall, the people suddenly start to take notice of you and eye you up and down very carefully. There's a bunch of guys at the bar like, finally! Can get a drink around here. Come on, the show's gonna be starting soon. Uh, 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 right away. Come on! Zephyr? <laughs> what the fuck have you done? Um, I can... I try to, like, psychic to their brains and be like, I don't know, I'm just running with it. <laughs> okay. What, do I look purple to them? No. Oh, okay. You you just see Zephyr wearing an apron. So he put on... <clears throat> oh, wow, I was Mordecai for Yeah, you did. So he put on an apron. <laughs> no, so I he, hate that. <laughs> he put on an apron, and now he can see them. I look around for other aprons. You're okay. You you stuck your head into an apron portal. Yeah, I, I ran into the brain. Like I don't know. They can see me now. Just go play. You're an actor, right? Ish. I, I, I'm sitting. I'm just pouring drinks now. I guess. Okay. Do you need a bar back? let me squeeze into that apron with you (laughs) we'll be uh whatever the fuck those two-headed ogre thing ettens are they two-headed yeah sure okay anyway those those two-headed dragon from uh quest for what with the camelot uh, movie (laughs) you know what i'm talking about Uh, hey i thought well i thought you were talking about dragon tales Uh, yeah i also thought you were talking about dragon Dragon tales I thought you were going for a Game Ogre reference. Also Game Ogre, yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, do you need a barback? A, a spectral barback? Uh, look, uh, um, into your brain, I'm like, I mean, I, I, do you even see bottles and things? Do I, DM? You see bottles. They're all empty, but you could probably make out what was in them at one point. Okay. Well... What do they? What do they want? Go, I'm, do I'm your born thing. I'll Take I'll have a, a a swiftly turning lock. I just start grabbing random shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you are, sir. What did you actually pour for him? I probably grabbed like a little a bottle of like some brown stuff, and, <laughs> and, and a bottle of some clear stuff. <laughs> clear stuff? Come on now! I didn't ask for vodka. I wanted a swiftly turning lock. Get me a swiftly turning lock. I I I turn around and then I swiftly turn and look at him. <laughs> and I'm like, there you are. Yeah, I think that's right. Good job, Severe. Figured it out. And I go ah, uh, and I just take the apron off. Okay. What the fuck? Like I I don't know. I don't know drink ideas. Chase, I have no reason to justify this, but I feel like Mordecai would know what this drink is. Okay. I feel like Mordecai has a knowledge of these things. I don't have a reason to, like, justify that. Or sure. I just feel like Mordecai knows alias. his liquors. What's I that? Try out my what? new alias, perchance. You have a new one? Yes. Oh, is it? no. Oh, good. We're going to be much less convoluted this time, like we talked yeah. about. It's all about that. I I put a I I cast disguise self on myself and you see me turn oh. into a half orc and I say hi everyone my name's Philip Barnstormer <laughs> oh my god oh, oh. oh. I oh. was that a swiftly turning lock you asked for oh absolutely uh, I I I take a bunch of brown brown stuff. Not clear well, can stuff. I, can I can I roll to see if I know what this drink is or something? Like, can I help him? Roll an intelligence check. I have zero intelligence. I just feel like Mordecai would know what this is. That's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty. You thought it was clear stuff. <laughs> Fuck. 
Yeah, I just put a bunch of brown stuff into it, okay. and, and then I hand it to the guy. I just feel like Mordecai would be a mixologist. There you right. go, sir. Ah, perfect! A whiskey! That's what I was looking for! A whiskey! Look, am I right? Fuck. I get it now. <laughs> whiskey. What? I, I did oh, right. Yeah. Swiftly turning a lock, turning Zach, a lock. not look. Swiftly turning look. Ah, you, you, you slay me, sir. <laughs> you absolutely slay me. Enjoy the show. And I get it. Okay. Yes. Um, what's happening? <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think I love it. Okay. Okay. Right, so- well, you didn't know that one. I'll help him on the next one. I got this. All right. And the next guy like, I'd like, uh, I'd like your darkest. The darkest night you got. Uh, look for the darkest bottle of liquor we have. Darkest night. Um, uh, there are taps as well. Oh, okay. Well, do, do they say anything? Um, you have an ale. Uh, you have a um, an LPA, and you have a stout. <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah, pour a stout. Yeah, go for the stout. And you pour yeah, a stout. That, that seems good. You good. pour. Get, get get a good chunk of foam on the top there too. Perfect. Oh, yeah. There you go. A very nice head for you. That's what I need. That's what everyone needs, am I right? <laughs> you said it. And Zephyr, you see him. Why did this get sexual? Because uh, this is my second Christmas ale. Uh, Zephyr, you see the guy just relax in his chair, kind of like hovering over his drink. The other two guys who are not in the weird spirit world, you see the spirit bit, uh, disappear entirely. Same with the first guy. They're both gone. Do you want to get in a drunk? To get the spirits to move on? (laughs) They're spirits! Ah! (laughs) Excuse me, sir. I'm like the same, but, um... But, um, get brainless, you know? Uh, uh, Oh, right. But what? But brainless. Brainless? Yeah, so... Hold on. Let me make an intelligence check. Uh, We're doing puzzles. If you know the answer, go ahead and say the answer. You do it. It's the same thing. You just get yeah, all the without crappy the, without foam. the head on it. Yeah. Get rid of the foam. Yeah, so I, I do the Cut next the tilt. head off. Cut the head off. The drink ah, should be about three inches shorter. Yeah. So, so you do that. Yeah. Uh, roll me a dex check to pour without foam. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to. Oh, no. I wanted, I wanted him to do. I want Zephyr to do that really cool knife thing. Oh, yeah. When oh, I put yeah, the knife on the top the off. That is a higher dex check. <laughs> That's a 19. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. 19 flat, because I don't have any dex modifiers. Cool. All right, so you are able to uh, make Thank this, you, uh, fix this up for him. No foam, perfect pull. Oh, there and... you go. Why, thank you, sir. And he drinks it, and same thing. He relaxes into his drink. You two see him disappear. All right then, sir. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll have a, I'll have a shot of the sweetest lass you have. Sweetest lass. Oh. what's a what's a liquor that also is a woman's name? Brandy. Ooh. Yeah. 
Try brandy. I'll pour a brandy. He drinks it, and uh, just like I remember. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Griff. <laughs> he sets the glass down and closes his eyes and disappears from the prime material plane. There's one last guy on the end, and he's uh, looking up towards uh, where you saw a bell tower from the outside. It's like, man, that bell's going to ring soon. You know what? Just give me the purest thing you got. Oh, God. Vodka? Maybe. Water? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Don't, where's the hippo? No, I'm not making a hippo cry. Yeah, can I just get him some water? You can, yeah. I'll get him some water. Because it's last because it's last call? He grabs it and drinks it. It's like, I saw the show last night. It's kind of a downer, but I was a fan. I thought it was quite beautiful. He uh, flicks you a single coin and uh, sets his glass down on the bar and walks off. Does he disappear? He does. Oh, okay. 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 You use different imagery. Sorry about that. Me. Yeah, as he walks, <sighs> as he walks away, you two see him vanish. I was like, "Oh fuck, he got away." <laughs> but what's different this time is where uh, the other guys had their uh, their glasses disappear with them. This guy's glass stayed. Huh. I look into it. Is there anything in it? You look into it, and as you look down, you actually see the bar is actually carved into there are words hundreds and thousands of words carved into this bar what do they say it's a script you would know it very well not this script of course this is something that's a little bit older it's out of the repertoire of the final flight but uh you you know what a script looks like mm-hmm. um and Fellas, as you two gather around the bar where mm-hmm. the script has faded everywhere else, where he has set the glass down, there is a chunk of it that has been preserved. Well, that's interesting. It looks wow. like uh, part of the bar is still here. Safir, can you read this over there? Like we can out here? Oh, uh, yeah, I can need, see the whole we thing. Need uh, no, no, Safir. Safir, are you uh, there? Yeah, yeah. I'm not... I'm I'm not trying to talk to any other spirits. I just need Saphir. <laughs> yes, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, there's so much other magic shit going on that I just I wanted to make sure it was you. Uh How's it going? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, are you back in the in the prime material world? Well, I mean, if I can read land? the script, maybe Yeah. I, yeah, I would like to read the script. Okay. It is a sonnet. Okay. And I will actually send this to you all later. Oh, pretty. <clears throat> okay. I, would, I think and I think Saphir might take some time to copy it down, honestly. Sure. And so uh, the sonnet reads as such. And so I must leave you here, my love, as I wander ever-changing seas. The world ascends and descends from above. I wish you to come to dance among the stars. To leave this world of flesh, to man and beast, to become one with all and see past scars. I have been forsaken and miss my home and find myself without life's own partner, but I must return to death's own alone. We have been blessed by the mother and father to live anywhere we could, want, or need. Our home is beyond the stars and farther. My love is honest and true, my light 
to find me again simply take life's flight. Zephyr, you read that out loud to everybody. And uh, as you finish, you hear a voice from behind you. It's Jeremiah. It's Autumn's Fall. Closing sonnet. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at the at the bar, but like like it's back in time. Mm-hmm. And without making eye contact with any of you, he just walks forward and he looks and he looks through the glass and he's like, "Yeah, I see it here too." I, I take off the apron and like I put it on Jeremiah. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, things have been weird since you left. Um, Holy shit! Mm. Breathe. Mm. <laughs> Jeremiah, be careful. It's getting weirdly sexual again. Jay? I snap my fingers in front of his face. This is... Jay? This is everything I've ever wanted. Jeremiah, take some notes. Because we can put <laughs> things back just the way they were. Exactly the way they were. Okay. We will we will certainly try. We'll do our utmost. We owe you that much. I extend my hand. And he shakes it as business-like as physically possible. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Okay. So. When I lit the candle, all the ghosts came out. Things yes. broke bad here 50 years ago when the burnings happened. I have a feeling it might be tied. I don't know. That's the only thing that I can think of. Everburn got a bit too close to its name when they came through because there wasn't a lot of warning. So what's next? And as he says that, the bell above chimes and he looks up. Show starting. Places? I've heard you guys say that before. Thank you, places. Let's go check it out. And he walks up the stairs. There's a huge sweeping central staircase that leads up to where people seem to be walking. Yeah, let's go. He is very carefully maneuvering around people until he realizes that this is silly and then takes off the apron and then he can walk through everybody. You walk up the staircase um, and uh, in the next room, you do see the lights start to dim. Um, or at least the the glowing purple light is starting to dim. The room itself is dark and desolate and decaying. Um, there are very fine seats, or what what at one time would have been very fine seats, lining the room. And you can uh, see that all of them are filled. This theater would seat about 700 people, give or take. It's a pretty sizable joint. And there are uh, plenty of people, uh, every different race, some races you haven't seen or have barely seen uh, in your entire lives. This was from a more diverse time. And you see the stage, and you see it in shambles. Uh, there are props and costumes and sets littering everywhere. The lights up there are dimmed. Uh, Jeremiah holds up the uh, the apron again just to look through to get an idea of what's going on and pulls it down. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. 
places. Game. Thank, thank you. Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that was good. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash anotherpath. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy, Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember, whoever said that time heals all wounds probably slept for at least eight hours a night.